and I am not lying to you, the bad time monsters are fucking horrendously scary. Hello everybody, it's my pleasure to welcome you all back once again. You are listening to the That's Vincent Gaming Podcast. As always, I am your host Josh, also known as That's a Bingo. And of course, always joined by my great co-host Daniel, also known as Vincent Jules. How you doing, Dan? Ooh, <laughs> it's Halloween. This is the Halloween. But Halloween. more importantly, it's episode 10. 10, Josh. 10. How quick has those 10 weeks gone? Flew, yeah. boss. Absolutely flew. Um, Get got really quick. The usual suspects will always listen. So it's a big shout out to those. Hope that you enjoy the horror show. And we would be terrible podcasters if we didn't use this point to mention. For those of you who listen nice and early on Friday when this comes out, or even Saturday, please, 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 or even early Sunday, please, please know our first ever That's a Vincent Streams going on. Where we're going to play some, it's all going to be horror face, isn't it? Because it's it's Halloween, so it's we're Halloween horror base. So it's definitely phasmophobia. Yes, it's definitely dead by daylight. Yes, and maybe one of the game which we might let some people choose from. We're not really sure what's going to do with that. A couple of friends from the podcast are going to join us in terms of actually playing. But what we're really hoping is to get as many people listening as we can. We're going to talk about the games we're playing. Genuinely, just hang around, never laugh, just streaming. But also. I'd like to use it as an opportunity to speak to all the people who've got anything they want to say about any of the past episodes. Yep. That I was just about to say that, yeah. If you want to call me out, we'll have a big chat. I'm sure we can have a big row about ghosts and Smite versus Wii Sport or whatever you want. Josh's wrongness, my wrongness. I just hope, and if you listen to this and it's Monday and you did, you missed it, don't worry. If it went well, we'll do it again. And if you listen to this Monday and you did listen to Sunday, I'm just going to say thank you very much <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm really, really good. I actually yeah. feel I've been a bit ill this week. You have, haven't you? Today, I, I feel, I feel Today's a good day. Good today. Today's a good day. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as Dan mentioned, it's the spookiest time of the year, Halloween. So this this week's podcast is all about horror games and our top ten horror games. We will again. I think what worked really well when we did the best villains of all time is when we have a brief conversation at the start and we'll talk about criteria and stuff like that. And we can help narrow down and then we'll get into I'm that. Pretty, but... I'm pretty sure I've approached this list in a completely different way to how you probably, you probably have. have because that is the running theme because it seems like people will think well, we don't communicate. But no, alas... we, we don't, do we? We, we say the topic. And... And we take it our own way, really, don't we? I... When we first did, we did one, and I took it a completely different way to you. Opening, I think it was the moments was in gaming. Oh, yeah, moments. I think it was the moments in gaming, and you actually took it a different way to me, and I thought, oh, we probably should have discussed that more. But actually, I quite like that we just come up with a topic. Do what you want. We'll discuss it on air. Yeah. More fun. Uh, well, I hope it's more fun. Let us know if you think, actually, you two are idiots. Discuss it first. <laughs> I'm sure people will say that on our stream. But we'll get to that soon. But first, it's the, it's the what? What are we playing segment, which is not a lot for me, sadly. I have had 
what seems to be a non-stop frantic week and sadly none of that time spent in the week has been playing video games apart from the usual yeah like you got anything hopefully yeah so um overwatch i've been playing that but we talked to death nothing new oh actually there is something new um i know that you wasn't really looking forward to the halloween event but i played it yesterday and it's so much more in depth they've done more with it than i ever thought there was it's like a full-on mini story and i was quite impressed with it when they get the little story beats where the Sombra starts talking to you and then the ghost oh, comes, there's yeah. actual jump scares in there that actually, like, genuinely, the bit where, for those who haven't played it, there's a bit where you go in and then it just flashes up at your screen, genuinely made me jump because I wasn't expecting it. Um, but other than that, just genuinely Overwatch. But in terms of anything else I've played, as I've said, suffered quite a lot with headaches this week, so the screen has been a no-go. Yeah. But what we have played... Now, me and my wife have actually played oh, yes. Escape Academy. Now, we played for those that. who don't know what it is, it's exactly what it says on the tin. There's a story to it where you go to an escape room academy, and I don't know the rest of it. I skipped every single story beat there was because it yep. was just stupid Same nonsense. But it was basically go here, escape the room, or do the objective by... If you've done an escape room, you know exactly what I'm going to do. You've got a, this leads to this, which leads to this. They were, the beautiful thing about the game is that they were not so easy. You're doing them like, oh, well, obviously that's that, that's that. But yeah. we never really stuck on anything for more than five minutes. I think we used one hint once. So um, I think we used higher game. I think we used a couple more hints than that, but it wasn't because we didn't know what we were doing. It wasn't clear on like the way to do it you know what i mean like you know when you know what to do but you don't know how to do it because of something it was always that like, see that for us sort of for us we didn't find one thing like that and when i say we no. only use one hint the reason why we use one hint it was the very last puzzle of the very no last you know it was the very last puzzle of the very last mission Words on the screen we had we had five minutes left no before that oh. it was the one where just before the words on the screen, there's like um, three things you have to do. And one, you have yeah, to put yeah. in all the letters in the same level as your, your, your cheat sheet. Yeah. But for some reason, we just didn't allocate oh, that. Yeah. Now, the reason we used the hint and didn't start again is we had three minutes left on the clock. It yep. was quarter to one in the morning. I had to get up for work. And we knew we'd completed the game after this one puzzle. So we didn't want to have to... And the last mission is quite long. So it what is. we didn't want to have to do is do the whole last mission again it's not something that's going to be fun to replay. So we just couldn't be bothered. So we just used the hint, got through it and finished it. It has genuinely, genuinely ignited in something, me and Tash, that we loved. The co-op puzzle solving. So fan- It is genuinely a fantastic game. Like it's, there's, you, there's not a lot of gameplay in it and there's not like a lot of missions, but it is. So we played it and we played it in a bad day, I think it was. And it We did is, it in two sessions. It much. is. It is fantastic. I really think, you know, so there's a level where two teams do an escape room course on like against each other simultaneously. Why is that not a TV show? Yeah, it would be great. With random people. It would be great. Yeah, yeah. But but, yeah. So you did the same as us. You played this because it's on Xbox Game Pass for free. You played this and then you are looking into getting the other one, aren't you? Where you were. Escape Simulator. Escape Simulator. Now, what I will say is, the difficulty spike in that in those two goes up exponentially. Yeah. Okay. They've got we, hundreds and hundreds of rooms. So, so we did one. I did one on my own, which was a Christmas one, but that was like a bonus one. 
we tried to do like the one of the first ones and it was like solid like we did try to we we skipped like the first set and we went uh, we'll just go because that was like the training so we skipped that and went straight into like the first choice of like your four main ones you want to do and it was solid really ridiculous but, yeah i mean the one thing i'll say about the escape academy is it didn't really provide us that much of a challenge um they were all pretty straightforward we got to do yeah. there was the odd time where I genuinely don't think I'd have got through. There's a couple of things I genuinely just wouldn't have done without Tash. It's why you need and, two people. But then she wouldn't have done some of the things I've seen. There was yeah. one where it's the stupidest little thing, and I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but there's just this one little thing, and I'm not even going to tell you what level it's on so you don't even know it's coming, where it gives you, you have like a little picture, and you, you have to get the number from the picture, and it was a dog bone, and it said bone, and then it, underneath minus, it said yeah. minus B. And I'm looking everywhere for this dog bone. And Tash was like, isn't it just bone without the B? So isn't it yeah. one? I wouldn't, my brain just wouldn't let me think of it that way. I was, tr- I was trying to find dog paws. I was going down the complete wrong path. But always one of us got it. Um, that's why you need, that's why you need like at least one or two or you need like teams of people because people just have a completely different way of like looking at it. It has made me want to do an escape room again. I Um, love them. I've only ever done two in my life and they were both at the completely wrong times. Yeah. One, I just wasn't in the wrong right frame. One, I wasn't in the right frame of mind for other reasons. And the one, I turned up drunk. Yeah. Um, And they've both been like the hardest ones as well. (laughs) Yeah. So I'd love to do one. So maybe we'll get one of those booked in. But yeah, it was a great game and it's actually really fun. You can play split screen, which is how we did it. Same. Um, the only annoying slight thing about it, which is the smallest, honestly, the smallest critique, is if you play it split screen on PC with one user controller and one using mouse and keyboard, if you do it that way, if the person using a controller is looking at something, the mouse and keyboard doesn't work for the other person. Proper strange. The mouse goes onto the other person's screen yeah. and you can't, you can't turn it on. It's... It's a bizarre little thing that we had to work out, but honestly, great. And I think there's a level where the water's rising and you're going up the levels and solving the levels. Uh, the the, the um, water never really uh, rises to the point where it's going to kill you because oh, it's just it's there for thingy. But if they did that with the actual threat, oh god, that'd be fun. Yeah. There are um, really good like levels in it. I do. I remember. So that's like, really all I've played. A bit of Overwatch. Um, you have to I let me know if you get the other one. I've also, I, so we, like I said, we bought that one. So if you get that one, you, we can co-op because it's not co-op. Mm-hmm. So we can co-op online and then basically all four of us have a chance of doing it then. Yeah, we could potentially, yeah, let's try to do that in the week. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, you and lose me in touch. We'll do that and we'll see how that goes. And then, then getting trapped in a room. Also... Looking into that, there's three other games that I really, really want to try. Now, whether it's with Tash or with you, um, we were here. You seen that one? We were here. It's a co-op exploration one with like you two people on like the other side of the. Two little like Vikingy people and stuck in. That looks amazing. There's a game called Operation Tango, which I'd never heard about before, which I was talking to you about yesterday. That looks more me, you than me and Tash. and there was a few other little bits and pieces. Um, I mean, if you Google games like Escape Academy, the first thing that comes up on Google is a list and there's a top 10. And to be honest, most of them looked pretty, yeah. pretty cool. I don't really like... It's weird because I don't like puzzles in games. Or, I did say that to Tash. I, do, I, said, I love escape rooms. 
I did say that to Tash that you don't like um, puzzles, but I do love puzzles, and I, I do them. love. Which is weird why you don't like Portal because Portal is basically just a big escape room. Yeah, but I can't stand it. But it's not know. really puzzles; it's all one mechanism, which is probably what you don't like about it. But yeah. Um. So then, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm going to play a lot this week. Um. I'm doing a lot this week, to be honest. Um. I'm playing. I'm going of... to play stuff. Yes. No, Same sorry, thing. not. I'm not doing a lot this week, meaning I'm yes. going to be playing a lot. Um, the I've stream's coming up, so there's a stream coming up, so obviously we're going to play all those games. And there's a couple of other things that I've just been mulling over in my head that maybe me and you can jump into, which I'll talk to you about after stream. Yep, I've got Persona 5 loaded up on right Game Pass, yeah. I've got that loaded up, and I'm just waiting to pull the trigger because... I am a bit worried though that if we get into that, the next like seven weeks of what we've been playing will just be Persona. Persona. I've heard it's so good and it looks and it it doesn't even I can't even say it doesn't even look like I would enjoy it in terms of like the yeah anime stuff. It's just I I don't know if I like the fighting style and stuff. So turn based RPG, not a fan of them, are you? Not really. Not one's really grabbed my. I've got that. I'm playing much to everyone's chagrin. Playing Monster Hunter World again because. A friend of the pod has has got it recently, so we're playing that, and that's it really. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to just trying and cracking in Persona because I've wanted to play it for a while, so I'll, I'll have to let you know. Excellent. Well, that's it then, really, for this week. It's, it's nice and quick. Straight, straight on to the 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 topic of the week. So, do you want to introduce it like you always do? It's Halloween, it's Halloween. Um, sorry, my kids listen to that all the time and it's stuck in my brain. Um, it's top 10 scary slash horror games. Now, I... Small disclaimer. When we first did this, Josh's first sentence to me was, well, you'll struggle to get top 10 games, won't you? Because this isn't really... Horror person, oh, yeah. This isn't really my jam. There's some that I really like. Hmm. But I'm not mad for it. My wife is, loves a horror game, loves a horror film. She's mad for it. So I am going to put a disclaimer in that. I've got a couple of honourable mentions and a couple of things that I want to say before we get onto our list that I will in a minute after I get over the rules and stuff um, that I just want to mention as like a pre-warning slash disclaimer. So I'll get to that in a second. So top horror games. Now, what I didn't want to do and what I haven't done, which is probably what you've done, is I haven't gone for the top 10 best horror games, which it sounds exactly like what I've just said that the the, the episode is. So that sounds stupid. I get um, that. But I what have, I've actually yeah. done, I've listed them in just the top 10 scariest games and I've listed them in order of if they're scary. So number one isn't the best game on this list at all. But, you think um, it's but it's, it's the game that would probably scare me the most. And just for an example on that, if we were doing top 10 horror games of all time, there is not a single listener who's listened to any of the nine episodes here before that wouldn't know that Resident Evil 4 would be my number one. Yeah. But it's not even on my list because I'm, right. I'm literally not doing... It's not scary. Resident Evil 4 isn't scary. It's... Um, so I have done my best slash... The best slash my favourite. And okay. scariness like, has... Is like a high contributor to its placement, but it's not not the, the defining one. So there are okay. there are some that you will know. Obviously, there's some that you can guess, but I have there's a there's a few more in it that you probably like you wouldn't think or something like that. Okay, so it, so there's I think there's a nice through line through mine. Okay, but That's like fine. if a game's better, 
then the other game that might just be scarier, I'll prefer the better one. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and no, no, I would to play. I, was I, just, have, well. I just haven't, I haven't listed my list like that. Because I was going down lists. I didn't want to. I was going down lists, and I was looking at um, people's recommendations and like mm-hmm. other people's lists. And five out of like the seven lists I looked at all listed Bloodborne. Wow. Like, is that a horror game? Well, then I thought if it is, it's got to be on the list because it, I, I can see why people think it is. But ultimately, in the end, I thought, mm, I, I think that's stretching it. Well, yeah. I'm going to just quickly say now, and if it's on your list, just tell me to shut up and we can talk about it later. But the one thing I want to say is, I, not for cheating purposes, I always, whenever we do these, I always look on the internet at other lists and yeah. I just to make sure I'm not missing anything stupid. Same, same with me. I've played so many games and I just do it for research because what I don't want to do is come on here and not have anything to talk about. It's blah, easy blah, blah. if you want to skip your mind and it's like a big one. Yeah, and I don't want to make it look like we don't do any research or anything. So I did have a look and if I said I looked at seven or eight lists in the top three on every one of those is a game called Amnesia. Now, yep. I know it's on, it's just come on Game Pass. It's been on Game Pass for a while. I've ne- no the it's literally come on Game Pass in the last two days, like a brand like the a new remastered new version. One. Yeah, I've never played them, so I'm perfectly aware they probably might be one of the scariest, slash best top ten games ever. And I know they are, but I've never played them, so it's not on my list. Same. Um, and then there's another one which might be on your list. I'll talk about it later, so mm-hmm. that's fine. But yeah, I I've never so yeah I will also say that I've never played Amnesia, and. Otherwise, it would be on this because I I know that does a lot. Like, it's I will also with another big franchise I barely ever play it, so that also won't be on here that people may be expecting it to be. But you just get straight into the lists now that we've now that that's out of the way. Do you want to go first? No, you can go first. Um, that's fine. As is, uh, as usual, if it's a crossover, we'll move yeah. it up. I don't know how much crossover we'll have. On I here. don't think there'll be that much. But so the first one, the first one on my list is a bit of a weird one, because I'm fully aware that it's in, it's great and it's an incredible game. But I'm fully aware its scariness and the mood is like a byproduct of how it's made. So it's The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners. Mm-hmm. Now it, it somewhat feels unfair because it is the only VR list game on my list, but it is genuinely like horrifying. But that's because. As scary as like normal traditional gaming are, when zombie hordes run at you and I've got like real time looking at a backpack and look away from them and they're, like, they're all around me, that's just always going to be scary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. VR, lead, VR leads itself massively to be scary. It's a horror. More immersive. And so I was talking about putting Resident Evil 7 on there because I've always played that VR. But The Walking Dead, I'm just going to call it, Saints and Sinners has a, um, it's a really weird type of horror because it's not like, like uh, like jumping out your skin mm-hmm. it's just a constant dread and unease so like i remember like i was going through the missions and stuff and i was like bobbing and weaving through alleys in louisiana and then the bell clock tolls and that basically leads all of the walkers out of all of the houses onto the streets and it just happened when i was like crossing the road and i just looked around and i was just getting swarmed and i had nothing on me no weapon barely anything so it's just it's like terrifying panic of like running always like looking back trying to find like a house that like dip in and it's just all of that is just heightened in vr having like actual like, peripheral view and stuff games like are so good in vr aren't they they're so it's, immersion like it's i just can't like get over it like trying to like 
lean on cars and stuff like hold round walkers. walkers I mean, one day we'll have to do like a top ten VR games because they're just so good, aren't they? That's yeah. Um, a friend of the show Ethan said that if we do that, he has to jump on because that's his main way of playing games. Like now, is it? Is he's fully gone on? He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of time, so when he does play, he plays VR games. But yeah, yeah, Saints and Sinners. I know it's probably got. It's like it's it's fear factor and its scariness is all a main mainly due to how it's what it's built for. But I still think it does it phenomenally. Well, okay, no, that makes sense. Um, I've played it. It's very creepy, very spooky. Zombies are scary. Really scary when they're attacking you. Yeah, when they're attacking you, it's scary. <laughs> they are scary in concept, anyway. Zombies. It's just. A, flim- a familiarity of them now makes them less hmm. scared. Yeah, they're everywhere, aren't they? Literally everywhere. Like, they're one of the go-to gaming things ever, isn't it, aren't they? Yeah, it, it's an easy enemy to do. It's phenomenal. It's Uncanny Valley and all that nonsense. What's your 10th scariest game of all time? So with the risk of trying... The one thing I don't like about this podcast is we talk about games every week now. Mm-hmm. And there's certain games that just seem to keep popping up. And I genuinely, again, I, I can. Uh? I'll do it again further in the list. <laughs> I know, and I genuinely can say, for me, the rest of my list I haven't really spoken about. It's just oh, this good. one. That's good. Though. So, number ten, I genuinely think Bioshock One is very scary. I think it's very creepy in tone. Part of you don't always have to have jump scares. You don't always have to have ghosts, and you don't always have to have that. No. There's the the. The big horror nasty. Scary can be unsettling and unnervy and the tone and it, it, it does that. lose it. It does lose it in Bioshock One, I'm not gonna lie, in terms of towards the end, but it's the the big daddies, the splices in the dark, the first opening couple of hours of Bioshock. The first like five they, hours of it are genuinely, yeah. I the first time you play it is just wow. And I, I think if you could um if you've never played Bioshock and they did a full-on remaster and made that first level like proper atmospheric with all the top graphics, that could be so freaky. It and is. Just, it's like the first time you see a splicer in it when it comes down, you just see nothing but like its hooks grinding. Just the hawks, the spikes. Yeah. Then you hear the daddy. The music's very like off-putting. It just does all of its best. Like horror music always. You, like even horror films do that trope of using that old old-timey like music mm-hmm. to like put you off center. That's yeah. that's the best way I can describe it. Bioshock One puts you off center. It's just and like overwhelming to me, dread, to me, that kind of horror sometimes is better because it leaves a bit more of a lasting. A jump scare will scare you, but then after two yeah. seconds, it's forgotten. So, it, so a jump scare like shocks the body with adrenaline, but that and whilst there's like that's high, being on your edge for an hour or feeling nothing but like bottomless like despair for an hour will always be better yeah. and like bioshock because of its like environment it's like very like overwhelming and constant pressure because obviously you're underwater it's very like dominating that's what that opening hours is that open hour and it's just the world just beating your character and just it's horrifying i it get is. that i, I write that so that's that's my pick for this um my honorable mention for this is i was talking to somebody at work earlier and i promised him i'd chat him out because i asked him to name a scary game yeah and he hit me so left of centre because he said, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, Abe's Odyssey always scared me because of the vibe that you get. Was, and I, I, I thought that was so good. I'd, I'd, I'd say that. That that 
I said to him, Fraser, if we all work with that, I'd give him a shout out because that was such a good pick. But I just, I thought about it and I thought, where would I put it in my list? And the reason why I would pick Aves Odyssey being all freaky and follow me and all like all scary is the same reason why I picked Bioshock, but I think Bioshock does it a bit better because so it's, it's like, yeah, so it's like Manhunt. Obviously, when Manhunt came out, I was very young and should never have been playing it, but I did play it. And because I had like, almost like no grasp of what it was about it was it was just horrifying like you know what i mean it yeah, was yeah. just unceasing violence and yeah. horrendous dread and snuff films because again shouldn't be playing it at my age but it's again where you just make snuff films by murdering people yeah so i wanted to give him a shout out to that and i thought uh, that was uh, the best I, like, I rate that but, but, I rate Bioshock's that. my number 10 i rate that so going keeping with the old school games this is so obviously I missed a f- I missed quite a few when when you're young and you play games that you're not meant to you don't really appreciate them as much as you should. Mm-hmm. So oh, there are a few in in that regard. There's a lot of horror games I never played. I never played Silent Hill when they came out. I never played like Fatal Frame or any of those kind of things. But what I did play when I was fairly young, considering, was Condemned. Mm-hmm. Now Condemned. It's on my honourable mentions list. Stayed with me. And yeah, I, it's, it's a weird one because it stayed with me, and I can remember things, but I can't remember like loads about it. You know what I mean? I was talking to um, my barber the other day. Actually, he was asking about the thing, and he mentioned Condemned, and I don't even know why. I think it was it wasn't even a horror game, and it, he he said, "Is this the one that's serial killer that kills serial killers?" It is something like that. So you're, a, I think the first one you're a cop, and then the second one you get kicked off the force. I think you're, you brutally beat someone to death or something like that. And then, yeah, it's just, like I said, I can remember it vividly and I get, and I can like picture screenshots and gameplay segments in my head. Like but again, be, yeah, because it's, and yeah, you've like brutally. So you'll, you'll go through like horrific horror sections, then you'll do melee combat, but then you'll get to like police investigation part. You have like Batman do, like, detective mode, don't you? Do, like, yeah. Batman decked and you're like looking at like the corpses and but marks and stuff like that. And I remember it just being freaky. And like I said, it has stayed with me. And it instantly was one of the ones that come in my head again. Again, it when came, we said this topic, four popped up in my head and it was one of them. It came in my head as well. And the reason why I said it's an honourable mention is I had that exact same wrestle with that you've just said that you've had yep. in that. I remember it very vividly being freaky, but I couldn't remember enough about it to say it. So. No, but I think it earns my spot because of it. Like I said, it has to me. It was one of the, I think it's pretty hard. I think we're talking maybe mid-early PS3 era. Yeah, it was on Xbox. Yeah, so then, yeah, so yeah, yeah. and considering it stayed with me since then. Original Xbox is what I played it. But obviously, I can't say much about it because I forgot about it, and a better a better man would have researched it more, but I haven't. <laughs> ah, it's okay. So that leaves you for your number nine. So it's Old Man Retro Corner over here again. Oh, now, here we go. before I get to it, there's one thing I want to say there's a certain type of enemy slash genre. That is used in a very big budget, and everybody thinks of when they think of this thing, they think of this film. But then they're not really used much outside of this film, and I have no idea why. You know, this is and a there's game not, podcast. and there's not many games that use it. And again, don't really know why. Dinosaurs are fucking awesome and terrifying. When, and when dinosaurs are killing you and on the loose, it's in terrifying. Are you put Dino Crisis on your list. So, Dino Crisis when I was a kid was the scariest thing ever. If you went into a room and there was a raptor and you could hear the T-Rex outside the room, it was 
earth-shatteringly scary. It was like Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. With dinosaurs. But they made it in such a scary way. Because, like, if I walk to a room and there's a zombie there, I can just turn and walk at a brisk pace, and I'm fine. If I walk into a room and there's a raptor there, that's on me in a second. You're dead. You, it's done. You're dead. And yeah, then you got, oh, mate. Like, I don't... Go in the water, a zombie can't get you, but a different a dinosaur can. There's a dinosaur for every situation where you try to be safe. I don't know if people are like, oh, we don't want to touch humans fighting dinosaurs because we're just going to get compared with Jurassic Park. But there should be more films with dinosaurs in where humans are in the modern era, not just Jurassic Park. I don't know if they just have the handle on it and people don't think they can touch it. But But dinosaurs are are freaking awesome. But let's be honest. if we're being, yeah, Dino Cross has lost its way. And if we're being completely honest, so did Jurassic Park. So somebody oh, could do it better. And if we had a, just a remake of Dino Crisis 1 with good graphics, I'd be all in. But I have they to say, it weren't just. But the problem is, is it, and the reason why it's on my list, not, it's not a problem. The good thing is, Dino Crisis isn't just um, walk around and kill dinosaurs. They did it in a horror way. No, you you actually don't want to fight. It's like Resident Evil. You actually rewarded and like been like, oh, you probably it's don't a, want to waste drum. Yeah, you survival probably don't horror with dinosaurs. Yeah. And I remember the raptors being brutally terrifying. I remember the T Rex being scary. And I just don't remember anything scaring me quite as much. Well, there is. There's one more game that's around the same era that scared the living life yeah. out of me when I was younger. That's further up the list. But this was my spot for that. No, I rate that. I rate that. Like you said, don't, and it. Yeah, you you. Pretty much, I know there's a there's a survival game on Steam called like the Isle Isle or something like that. That's like survival, but dinosaurs are roaming around. So like Ark, but more scarier. Yeah, we've got Ark, haven't Yeah, you got like games like yeah, but Ark's not scary, but the Ark, they're not scary Ark, like Dino Crisis and makes games fucking dinosaurs terrifying. But yeah, they're they're un- they're underused, definitely. But how cool they are! Considering everybody touches zombies every five minutes. Mm. I I've always, play. I've always thought. I mean, there was that second extinction which used dinosaurs, and there's, that, it, um, there's a game coming out where it's like groups of five giant robots have to fight like a million waves of dinosaurs, isn't that? Yeah, no. Like, uh, it's not. That. So like, it's like four mechs. You go in and you each pick a class, and you each pick your giant mech. So there's the tank mech that's got like a Reinhardt shield, su- support, assault, and I'm they. It's like, it. it's like a wormhole opens up, and I mean thousands of dinosaurs just piss out and it's like a horde based shooter i mean where you gotta like good. defend earth it, it looks quite cool not that honest, you it's, got really, it's got a really generic shitty name so, and yeah. i can't even remember it but it looks good it's like earth defense force but with dinosaurs oh cool i think if i may i'm gonna jump in number eight and the only reason why i'm yep. gonna jump in at number eight is because i'm just gonna say my number eight is dead space we'll talk about it later which one one uh, I've got Dead Space 1, but we can talk about both of them. Dead that, Space okay. 2 later on at number yes. 1 spot or whatever. So. <laughs> yes. so my number 8. So my number 8 and 7 are very similar games. But there's a clear reason 1 is above it, even though I haven't played it. So 8 is Outlast. It's on my Every, Is it? Okay, so I can skip that. I will talk about that. Where, where is Outlast on yours? A lot higher. Is it? Okay. A lot higher. It, Fair enough, fair enough. One of the scariest games I've ever played, ever. Fair enough, fair enough. We'll go to that. So, do you want me to skip to my seven? Yeah. So, my seven is Alien Isolation. Okay. So, I haven't played Isolation. I've played Alien Isolation for about 
40 minutes, not even that. But in that time, it is genuinely terrifying. But the reason it's higher than Outlast, in my opinion, is how... Xenomorphs are cooler than... Way cooler. But do you know about the AI in Alien Isolation? I do, so, but I think it's probably better that you explain it to our audience. So obviously, p- people have like a glancing knowledge about how AI works and all that, and how all AI is pretty much the same unless like you do it. So what they wanted to make for Alien Isolation, now I'm, I'll obviously be glazed over this and simplifying it, is the alien that is constantly hunting you down has two eyes, two AIs working inside of it. One knows your location constantly but can't get to you, and the other one can get to you but doesn't know where you are. So those two are constantly working in tandem to try and like figure out where you are and how to get to you. And it like allows you to have like better grace periods, like when you make noise and it alerts where you are. So it's like it's almost like emergent gameplay and everyone like has their own story but within like confined sections, you know what I mean? And I just think that's so genius for it. And I wish I have played it more, but I like alien films. They're not like I won't like play a game for it. Is it co op? It's not. Just only play it on your own. Really single player. And you can't fight back. You can just defend like you can like defend yourself like with makeshift flamethrowers like once. And then you can, the rest of it's like hide under drawers under desks, much like Outlast. Um, Outlast. But yeah, the Xenomorph is far more terrifying than that dude ever will be. The way like crawls, you'll crawl with friends, sliver out, and it it just the genius oh, as, of it. As designs go, Xenomorphs are awesome. Oh, Xenomorphs stood the test time. Like yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Fat dude running you is scary, but terrifying black alien. With acid blood, and a... evolved oh. to kill. Like yeah. it's been evolved perfectly to fuck you up. The bits I've seen, the bits I've played are terrifying. The AI is genius, and the I've seen other people play it, and other like reviewers talk about it, and it just it does genuinely look like one of the most stressful things you can play. Yeah, so that's why I put that as my number seven. Nice, nice. You want to go? My number seven. Is for half of a game. Half now you might that. have this. You might have this half, later. Half of a game. There's a zombie game that has a very, very distinct day and night cycle, and that's Dying Light. Okay, I don't have this. I completely forgot about. So Dying Light is a zombie game that is open world, free running. You're going around and you're doing missions in open world, and the zombies are very cool. And there's obviously, like I said, there's parkour. It's mainly melee combat. I think there is a few guns, but it's mainly there's melee a few when combat. when you get into the second city. Yeah, and then there's there's really cool movement. You, you're running around the buildings. You're trying to complete missions. Now, part of the gameplay mechanic is that you're trying to complete missions, but you're also got to watch the day and night because as soon as it turns to night, not only do all zombies get stronger yeah. and hit harder. The bad time monsters come out. <laughs> and I am not lying to you. The bad time monsters are fucking horrendously scary. And the volatiles, I prefer bad time monsters. The bad time monsters are so scary. I have not felt fear like it. The first time I was out in the dark and they chased me back to my thing and you could press the button to look back behind you chasing them. It was 
awful. And I'm going to big a shout out to my wife now. She loves zombie games. She loves open world games. I bought her this game for her birthday. She Who's played it once. The nighttime scared her so much she didn't play it again. And I she, think she'd love it. She literally said too spoopy for me. She did. She literally said it was too scary for her, which is so crazy. Some of the games that she does play and the horror films she watches. But there's a thing with games, and I was having this conversation with Ellis, who was on an episode not long ago. There's a thing with games. The fact that they make you play through them and do the actions make them so much more scary than films. Yeah. You can't just sit there in dead fear watching what you're watching. It'll be over soon. You've got yeah. to do something. When you're watching and a film, those, it always ends. Those people chasing you at night time is genuinely... For the first half of the game, you ain't going out at night because it's too scary. You get a bit stronger later on to fight them, but even then, you don't really want to because they are horrendous. Dying Light is a fantastic case study when it comes to power fantasy, I think. So Dying Light in the day is an absolute fun playground sandbox where you're just finding the best ways to bully zombies. Yep. And you're doing 360 parkour drop kicks to knock a yep. zombie and it's yep. fun. And then nighttime comes and it basically puts a message on your screen saying you ain't shit bitch. And they release the big things at yeah. And now that you're in the sandbox, you ain't they're playing them. you. You ain't playing you. Yeah, yeah, you you just run, and it's so good because you obviously you know it's coming, but you never think it's that bad. So you still yeah. like the first few times you still think you're that you're that bad man, and then you just go out and yeah. So the incentive the incentive to go out is that you get double XP for like leveling up. Everything you do on the night time is better and you get more rewards. It's not worth it. It's just not. No, it's not. It's so scary. New perks and have a better heart for it. The other thing as well is this is genuinely one of them games where if I was, was doing a, a if I was doing a top 10 horror game and I was doing it in terms of quality, this would still be on the list. It's a fantastic game, yeah. but it's also freaking shit scary. So that's why it made my list at number seven. I like that. All right. I complete, you know, it completely slipped my mind. Oh, I think it's horrendous. I'll never forget that first time I ever played it. It was horrendous. So my number six is uh, the latest game on the list. It's The Quarry. Okay. Which is the... They're not follow-up. It's like the sequels-esque to Until Dawn, Man of Medan, and those kind of games. The story-based... The dark dark inter- House mythology. Dark pictures. Yeah, Dark Pictures. Dark pictures. Um, it's, you basically is this the only one on your list? Yeah. So you basically you play if you basically watch a film and every now and again you make a choice and you play quick time events. And so I played it with I played it with Lucy, my girlfriend, and it's not the scariest game in the world for like actual horror and jump scares and like this. But again, the terrifying notion of anything you do could be the wrong thing. Because obviously the cast are genuinely quite likable, but we had immediate like two favourites, and we was like, we are going to try and get the. So the hook is anyone can die, anyone can live. You can affect the situation with like the butterfly effect. Like you unlock this door earlier because you went to get something, and then four hours later, when you're running away from a monster, that door happens to be unlocked, so you can be safe. You know what I mean? And it comes up in the corner, like every other game. Like, everyone will remember that. So like the one time we walked to a, but we walked into a um a house. And we could pick up an object and it just said, oh, path has been altered because we picked up this object. And then we didn't find out what we needed that for. And then like 
14 hours down the line, it was like, oh, you can use this, by the way, now to save yourself. I was like, oh. But yeah, we had two clear favorites going in. And every time a decision came for one of those two, it was just me and Lucy staring at each other and like, I'm, I'm terrified to make a move. I don't know what we should do. I don't know what the right move is here. Do we go in the fucking freezer or do we peg it out the window? And it's so good. And it's because it is it's the best like parts of the film, but you can actually change the subject. I don't know if you've played any of them. So what I want to say is I love films and I love games, but for some reason I just don't get on with these kind of games. Don't know why, it's just chance. I've never really given the trial. However, Until Dawn is on my is on my honourable mentions because and I'm sure one day she'll be on the podcast to do a top ten favourite games of all time or whatever, but Tash I know I've referenced to quite a lot already in this episode. If I give her a top 10 games of all time, not horror games, Until, Until Dawn would be on there. She, I think, she, as you just said, the butterfly effect happens throughout the thing, so you can do so many different things. Tasha's done all of them on Until Dawn. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely every single one. She's gone through and replayed every single choice Man. until, and then she then used YouTube to make sure she'd done all the things, and when she'd missed this one path, she went and did that path. Done them all. Um, she did most of them by just like, I want to see what happens if I do yeah. this, but then she did want to just finish it off. And I've watched her play that, and that looked really scary. But yeah, she absolutely loves that game. It does have, it does have its moments, and it is, and like, there's a bit, it's, it's easy, but like, there's a bit where like you have to hold your breath and like release it at the right time. So, like, it's all pretty boilerplate when it comes to like the scares and how scary it is. But like, yeah, the over, the overarching, they're just like, the terrifying feeling of knowing that any single decision you make at any one time can die. Our favorite two characters didn't make it out. We made one yeah. bad mistake and both of them died in the exact same room. Brutally, brutally beaten to death by a werewolf. Tash hasn't played the quarry. She played after until dawn. She played, played the one. next one that came out that wasn't she didn't like, and then she played the other one after that, which she said was better, but she still didn't yeah. like it as much as until dawn. The and third one's meant to be the better. The third so it was there's there's three, there's dark pictures, there's like Man of Medan. She played that there's, one. Yeah, there's the one where they're in the city with Will Porter, the actor. I can't remember what it's called. And then there's the one where you end up and like raiding like ancient. There's Egyptian one where she dude. played. Yeah, yeah, that one. She's played. That, that was meant to be the best one. one. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, no, she hasn't played. She hasn't played that one. She wants to play that one. Yeah, Man of Medan is the one where the one on ghost ship. Yeah, yeah, she's played that one, and she said it wasn't as good as Until Dawn. Yeah. No. So they're, they're only not... on mine as honorable <laughs> mentions because I know they're supposed to be really scary, but I yeah, haven't played them. But no, for all that, it was such a great experience. And the fact that you can play it with other people. Yeah, 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 that's got a good thing. So we, we just played it, and then afterwards we went on YouTube and looked at all the brutal deaths that we could have got. The only thing I've played something similar to you, and I, cannot for, I cannot remember the game for the love of the money. Now, you might be able to remember it. There was once that. a game where we played, it was very similar to this, but you, me, Mom, Dad, and Tash... We had it on the PlayStation on the big screen downstairs. We all had our phones. It was one of those interactive games when it like. And then when the story point come in, we all had to vote or Mm -hmm. make make things happen on it. Oh, I can't remember finished that, but I can't remember that was cool. I remember it. Yeah, that's the only thing similar. That that I enjoyed. Was that? I was just about to say. I was just about to say, like, an Until Dawn type game. If you put that on the big screen and you was all to get gather around, get the popcorn in, and make decisions. It has, a party, it has a party mode where you, you can, I think it has a party mode where you all decide or you all get given one character. Yeah, yeah. So 
So you have to you have to make your character. Yeah, out. that's pretty cool. Or you can just watch it as a film. They take all cutscenes, um, all um, quick time events out. They've definitely got a place. Definitely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I know. So that's my number um, six. Another friend of mine. He absolutely loves Heavy Rain, which is a similar thing. Ugh. So my number six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six. So, hmm. Counting with Daniel. So. My last game was half a game, is what made it on the list. This one isn't even a game. Are you okay? I feel like you're... It's a demo. Oh, Oh, you already know what it is. It's PT, isn't it? PT. For those that don't know, PT is basically a Silent Hill type game that was never been released. They released a demo for it for a very brief amount of time. They even took the demo off it, which has now made it even more folklore-y. The people were selling PlayStation um, people, for thousands of people dollars. People selling PlayStation. Stuff. People are um, bricking PlayStation 5 so you can play on. Yeah, yeah. So it came on for a bit. But basically, this demo had you in this one little section of this house and you just kept going around in this loop and following this thing. There was... Um, I hope there's no kids listening. There was dead babies and stuff in the sink like a weird fetus, wasn't it? there was there was a weird fetus in the sink that was crying that yeah it looked a bit like a mandrake and like, there was a, a big swinging box in the top that fit that was dripping blood it was the most i couldn't complete it at the end because the end you had to use something to do with the microphone and we could never get it to work me and tash it was the freakiest couple of hours the scary had jump scares it it's- was horrific horrendous and if that was a full game i could understand why people wanted it to be a game because if that was a game it would be horrendous because it oh, was so wanted to be a game because it was um what's his face how am i forgetting his name yeah it was yeah, yoko jima and guillermo del toro and norman Reedus. Yeah. but it's it's like a weird fever dream and it because obviously you're on a constant loop every time you go out the end door so you walk it, in one door you do something in like the one corridor and then that unlocks you to go through the second door, but the second door leads to the first door. But so you because just, you did you that, now some, that, something else yeah. is now different. Yeah. So you basically, it's, it's essentially escape room. It's a looped escape room, is what it is. It is. With it. horror elements. With it's major horror fun. elements. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. But the whole mystique of it, then coming on the store, then going off the store, the whole mm. experience feels like a fever dream. So, did PT actually no, happen? No, bro. And honestly, I don't know if I've sold that enough or explained it enough for anyone that didn't know it. But if I did, if you did play it and you are listening, you yeah. already know exactly what I'm on about now because it was honestly horrendous. And there's like all these holes in the wall and there's eyes flashing them. Oh, it was oh, awful. And the absolute constant, um, news report on the like on the radio that it was an absolute mindfuck, and it was horrendous. It was both jump scares, actual scary, and knocking you off center, which is what I mentioned earlier, and it was. Brilliant. It was weird as well because after I played that and I played it a bit, the same radio broadcast that talks about a husband killing his wife and kids is played in a really spooky forest in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, <laughs> and I heard so it and I was like, "What the fuck?" So horrible. But I, I like yeah. that. I rate that. I just didn't play enough, and obviously it was only a demo, so I didn't, it didn't make mine. But I, I feel like my scary games. I feel like this list is a strong list for scariness. I feel like I'm, I'm happy with my list. So it far. is going up, so it's got to be. It's got to be some good ones. So my number five, halfway there, is Last of Us. I know. Wow. I know. I thought it, about it. It's honourable mention. I know it's everyone's like everyone knows it and it's popular, so I won't spend too much time talking about it. 
But clickers are fucking terrifying. That's all I have oh, to say. Awful. Clickers awful. are horrifying. Absolutely. One of the worst inventions of characters for a very long time. But also one of the greatest as well. Yeah, but like when I hear that click, I'm just like, yeah, no, okay, no, I need to. I need to be the fact they can one hit, yeah. The fact that they're so horrible to look at, grotesque, vile. But yeah, Last of Us. There's is, some scary scenes in Last some of Us. Or, there's one. some horrible bits in scenes in both. There's some horrible bits in Last of Us. I think one's better see, for that than two. When you first see stalkers and stuff like that, it's just ugh. I think one's better than that for two. That's I where one agree. is a bit better than yeah, two. Yeah, I, so I think one's a bit more scarier than... I Ellie definitely has game. more than Abby. Abby's part doesn't have that purely because when I play as Abby, I feel like the Terminator. Yeah. Well, so that's because like, you're looking at like wham arms. So like when you... Fir- when you fir- there was a video when you first see... um When you first encounter stalkers with Ellie, it's like terrifying and... You don't want to fight them and you want to conserve ammo. And then the exact same time you first see him as Abby, oh yeah, come on, I'm fucking running me. I'll just punch you to a wall. For me, the thing that always makes me think of it is, you know, when you go in the leaning skyscraper right at the beginning of yeah, the yeah. one, the first time you see the clickers, horrendous. Horrendous. That, the museum, it's, yeah, they're just horrible. It's a, it's a and it's, it's That's a, a good event, pick. It, one de- where, it, it was yeah. one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. If it was best, if it was best, It'd be up there. It'd be up there 100%, wouldn't it? It's up on five because of its quality, but not much higher because it's like not the scariest. It's not the hot, most horror. Mm-hmm. But then... They match each other. Um, quality, as quality goes up and thingy goes up. And yeah. That's why it's literally bang in the middle of my list. But your man coming in to eat you after is also more scary when you think about it. But... Mm. David is a different kind of horror. He is. He is. But that's what makes this, the game so great. I forgot to mention in the thing we I had a I had three very long voice notes from Ethan after the bad guys episode went out in regards to Edward Kenway and David. Okay. <laughs> he well, he was not happy with the placements of Ethan. A little bit. I, I know you've already messaged me on the Instagram, thank you very much, that you joined in the stream on Sunday. So we'll have our discussions there. He will be there. He will be there to praise the the word of Haytham Kenway. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number five last of us. It's like the false shepherd, isn't he? Right. <laughs> so what's what are we on now? Five? Yeah, that's my five. God, I feel like we're rattling through these. Feels like it's a quick episode. It'll be a quick episode this week. Not bad. So, my number five. This is back to me as a kid days. It's back oh, to retro God. corner. Old man, old man corner over here. Um, I would never. And I don't know if you do listen or not. You've never messaged me to say. Jody, if you are listening, how you doing? Big up. But when we were younger, we were kids, we used to play PlayStation all the time. And there was one time where we thought we were really, really big and brave <laughs> and we were going to play Silent Hill. Oof. And I had the worst nightmares. Silent Hill oh, 1, when it's all cloud- cloudy... And you could walk in through the streets and you're looking for that person and it's, it's, it's horrible and then you go in the thing and no one's there. And then you start going down this alleyway. There's all this blood. Now, bear in mind, I've never played a game like this ever before this. Mm, this is a lot of people's like first. I'm used, I'm used to Crash Bandicoot and nah, this game's different. It's dark mm-hmm. and there's blood. This there's more like horror game. Of, there's lots of blood. And I feel like at this age, 
You either had the dog jump through the window at your one Resident Evil 2, or you had the alleyway. Or you had this alleyway in Silent Hill. The alleyway in Silent Hill. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, I was too scared to get to the end. I never completed Silent Hill. I want to. The the remake looks classic. Oh, yeah. I'll smash the the remake off. And talking about remakes real quickly, Resident Evil 4 remake, it might actually be my greatest... That could that could easily be my greatest game of all time by the time it's finished. So when I spoke, Sick. so when I spoke about franchises, so I had never, I never have played a Silent Hill really at all. I've yeah. basically did what you did for an age where it wasn't the scariest thing in the world, but it wasn't the funnest thing in the world. So I just bounced off it. So I am very much looking forward to the remakes of these because yeah. a whole new wave of Silent Hills happening now. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into those. However, oh yeah, as a kid, I bet little bit that I did play is 100%. enough that it scared me forever. Well, that weird cage thing, and I, it... I can picture the diner now. I can picture the alleyway now. I can picture the monsters. Honestly, horrific, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. And yeah. it's my last real like survival horror, really, on the list. That's long because I've got three. Um, Evil Within was going to be my honourable mention here, but um, yeah, there is. If you've got three, I'm going to guess one of them is that. You probably guess all of them, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Silent Hill is my number five. Terrible. So I'm a massive fan of um. I really like horror horror, so that's why I am absolutely in for a treat over the next coming months because we've got Callisto Protocol, Dead Space Remake, Resident Evil Remake, Silent Hill Remake. we got it all going on. There's another space survival horror. I can't believe there's a game that I've purchased 10 times and have played as many times as one and I'm this excited for the remake. I can't believe that's a thing. Considering when I played it on VR, I thought we've hit peak. Yeah. Nah, I can't believe this is now... I can't believe this is... Where you can parry the chainsaw bloke. I cannot believe they've done it again. They will continue to do it. Our kids will play the new edition. Of you know the, what's going to happen, don't you? I'm going to be on my deathbed at 100 years age. Being, I can't, I'm going to be one of those. You know what you see on the news all the day? It's like, loyal fan of the Avengers is asked to see it early before yeah. it dies. I'll be there at 100 years old. Please, can I have the 75th remake of Resident <laughs> Evil 4 just before I go? That's what's going to happen. It'll be in the future where you play like full body VR. <sighs> And but, there's a um, lot of people who are hating on some of the right. um on some of the Design character group. reworks, especially like um Leon and Ashley. Ashley and Salazar and people like that. They changed thingy a lot, haven't they? Um the Spanish dude. Yeah, they have. Uh, I saw somebody said um he's now he's gone from take me home daddy to you'll never go near my kids. <laughs> um, which I thought was hilarious. But yeah, so sorry. Resident Evil 4 Love we'll get off to the it. table. Silent um, so my number four, keeping with the survival horror, is one you have just mentioned is the Evil Within. One or two. One. Evil Within one as a tight on its package on its own is phenomenal. Amazing, Amazing game. Oh I'm and it is I'm terrifying. really gutted I haven't put it on my list. It's terrifying. So I'm glad you have, because it deserves to be on my list really. Oh, it probably no. should have been there where Silent Hill was really, because I never actually played it that much. Maybe, but it's fine. But Evil Within, I like both of them, but Evil Within 2 does the... is It's for what Resident Evil 5 is. It's the, a little bit more action It still has its horrors. But one, and especially the... It goes from, like, really terrifying horror 
where you are running low on ammo, you're outnumbered, it's horrifying. Then you get even, and then it just goes batshit fucking, like, cerebral horror, where, like, you're fighting in, like, ruins made of flesh, and you're fighting, like, it, it just, it flicks on its head after the initial survival horror period of the first few hours, like, starts to wear thin, it switches it up. You know what? I think because it's so good to play, mm. and because there's so much action, I think in my brain, I've discounted how scary it was, and that's why it hasn't made but my list. The first few hours when you're, you can only rely on like, throwing bottles and stabbing in the head, and you... Yeah. Like, I think that's what's happened. The wave of happiness you get when you hear the safe room music. Because what I want to say is, mirror. I love this game so much. Me and my, I, I used to play this, and my wife used to yeah. watch this game has got so much fun memories for us that it made a video game playlist that was played at our wedding. Hmm. As we came out, there was five songs for five video games, and this was one of them. That's and how much we loved it. Music. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. I like the main character. It had the filtered bars. The opening cerebral. scene is horrendous. If we're talking on a scary basis, the opening scene, horrendous. When that geezer's like chopping all the people up and he, he comes after you. That's the yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah, when you're upside down on a meat hook. The big bloke with the big... Is it a it's box not, head? It's, is it's it? got like a cage on his head. It's not like the first first scene because you the first scene is you go, you go into the Beacon Hospital. Yeah. But like the first like part gameplay is, yeah, you're, like, you're swinging yeah. on the thing. You have to like swing, yeah. get the keys. And then you run and you chainsaws the back the of your ankle. Yeah. Yeah. The bloke with a big box on his head, terrifying. And she talk about the spider lady. Spider lady is fucking awful. She's horrendous. Get out of my nightmares. And she's she's still there. Pools of blood, and you have to like burn her to death. Like the character designs are like vile, incredible. Like safe head, he doesn't get a lot of play in his boss fights. Like a little bit gimmicky and a bit over quickly, but as a like as the design, safe head is incredible. Mate, you're opening doors by giving like doors like lobotomies. Yeah. You have oh, four okay. different brains, and you have to put the needles in at the right place. Yeah, and fill the blood up to open the door. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a fa- Do you know what? I don't oh, even think I played the second one. It's good. It is good. It goes like a bit so, more open worldy, but it's still like freaky because like there'll be like giant monsters like on the thing that you can't fight. I'm putting it's on Game Pass. I'm putting it on to download. I it's have it. Pass. Yeah, I have it. But yeah, I'm putting it on to download after it's got purchased. Even within one and two is on Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, it's on EA Play, I think. So I think here it, it is. Here it is. It's so. But yeah, it's so good. It's very, it is very Resident Evil Four. That's but, why I like it. Yeah, you can't, you can't notch it for that. It's just, it's crazy. It's, the story's crazy. It's hard to follow. Oh yeah, it's, it's pure batshit, but in a great way. Oh, yeah. you go inside the mine but, like a little girl who's constructed a thing inside it's, like milk it's, vats. It's pure batshit, but in the way where the batshitness puts you in excellent set pieces. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Kingdom Hearts. It's batshit crazy, but because it's batshit crazy, you're now with Hercules fighting blah blah blah, mm. and it's, it's set pieces awesome. But it's even within you're, you're in, in a river, you're in a river of blood with yeah, people. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I it's, it's, horrendous milk monsters. But yeah, I want it on my list. I don't know where, but I'm glad we got to talk somewhere. about it. Oh, well, there. It's fantastic. That moves on to your number four. So my number four, you've already mentioned. Oh, have I? Oh, Outlast. Nope. Oh. You haven't mentioned it as you're on your list. Oh. You've already mentioned it. So your number whatever was um, VR Walking Dead. 
Oh, it's Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7 VR. on VR is the scariest thing in the world. The first half an hour when it was you're... a new kind of horror. And when... You... I don't know if it's going to be the same for everybody, but I know it's definitely the same for a lot of people. It's one of the first VR games you've ever played. Most people never got the Oculus with the first. They had it on PlayStation. It's one of the first games you play on PlayStation. I know Ellie who listens, he's got this... this, this mm-hmm. one. In fact, it's his I played. We borrowed it. Yes. Yeah, we did. And when that woman is chasing you down that basement, there's not a scarier video game. So the weirdest part of that bit is that is horrifically the wor- the part that I took over when everyone played it. We played it in turns. And you have to take about four steps down into the basement before you trigger the sequence. So I was just at the top of the stairs, peering into darkness, going, nope, nope. Yep, nope, I remember it. No, nope. can't it go myself. back. And you have yeah. to walk down to trigger the cutscene. Then that woman stops chasing you. Then you have to deal with the horrible fucker. And he's all there everywhere. The scene alone, how about this for knocking you off a centre? Sitting there in VR at that dinner table is horrible. Oh, you get fed it in person? Horrible. If there's anyone on this podcast listening who's not played VR, it's the hard only thing I can tell you is it's better than you could imagine. It's hard to explain. You think it's going to be gimmicky, but it's like you're legit in the room. It's hard to explain just how much the the sense immersion. of being there because you are there, like the immersion of you being there and peeking around corners that you would otherwise just have to like steamroll around and like lean in your head. It's just... mental, absolutely Mm-mm. mental. And I think this is one of the best examples of it. Um, I yeah. haven't played. Have I've, I've played the zombie one that you mentioned. Yeah, so I never, I never, I never played like the story or anything. I just played Horde mode when I was around yours. So this is the first real horror game I played on VR, and it was absolutely terrifying. There's some other games I would not want to play in VR. There's the next game on my list, mm. right? And I won't tell you what it is, but when I get there, I would not even think. I genuinely would not contemplate playing my next game in VR. There's a few games on this that I would genuinely. I would do. I no, would do. There's, there's a few games on this list that I don't think I um. I would want to play in VR. Yeah, yeah. Like I maybe would, I, like the, I don't think I'd want to play it. So you can play the Evil Within two. So when you play Evil Within two, you can play it in first person, which the third person, which is how it was originally played. But then they modded it to play first person, mm. and I bet that's terrifying. So I imagine playing Evil Within. VR. VR is just. Yeah. Got My more. next game, I genuinely wouldn't play. Yeah, it's horrendous. Right, go on then. What's your next one? My next one. But did you like that pick? I thought I thought that was a really good pick. Yeah, it's a great pick. Was... It, it was on my list. It was honourable mention. I think it's very scary, and it's um, it's very good. And that was my Resident Evil pick. That's why I picked that Resident Evil over four because I don't think four is that scary. It's a better game. Resident Evil four is my number three. There you go. But it's so, just the interpretation of the list this is. That's all this is. So this is... So the quality of the game is doing a lot to get this up here. But I also just think it does have its creepier moments. Especially... Not not scary. It's It comes from when you play on the higher difficulties and you inv- and you manage your inventory shit. Yeah, yeah. Going up against waves of zombies and you have nothing. Like, the pure panic of when you first play that village sequence. And you just don't know where to go, or how long you have to fight these people for, or fucking where ammo is. 
Like, can I hold up in this building? No, because they're all poking through the windows. Like, its scariness is like a four. The only bit I find scary in this game. The only thing I find scary in this game is the chainsaw people. That noise. That noise. noise. Knowing that someone's around there that's going to one-shot you. Horrible. But other than that... Horror, it's a four or five, but quality is a ten. It's a, oh. It is the best, one of the best survival games, horror games ever made. No, it's, 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 it's one of the best games ever made. Yeah. It, genu- it genuinely is. I know I'm biased, but it genuinely is one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. So we won't talk about it much because obviously we, you have spoken. Oh, I've talked about it to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We will talk about this a lot when the remake comes out. In fact, I might even review it. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah I think we can. I think that's, that's fair. So is that mine now? Yeah, that's, that's up to you now, but. My number three is a game I have not played in years. Okay. Absolute years. I never played it on PlayStation. Never played it on Xbox. Oh. And I played it on PC, but not this not my game in PC. A regular old shitty laptop. Oh, you're on about Slenderman the pages. Slenderman game. I honestly I said to Tash, I bet do you know what's one of my top ten get scary games? And she said what? And when I said Slenderman, she said to me, is it higher on your list? No, I I nearly had it on my list. She said to me, I will never forget that scream you did when we first got together. We played it. We used to live, we used to live in the loft. Mm -hmm. I heard you, you you played it like five, you made me play it after I just heard you shit yourself. Yeah. Remember, we used to live in that loft, lights off. Laptop down. The scariest experience. I don't even know. I don't know how this ain't number one, to be honest, because... My legs genuinely went numb. I don't like it. I, I... really don't like it. I hated it. I, I don't know if I still find it scary now. I don't think you would. But I, I wouldn't play it in VR. It was the hysteria about it all. But, like, it would fizz, it would shake the screen, and you'd carry on. And then at a certain point, you just accepted death. You went, no, and... no, no, move the move the laptop. And no, no. And then you, yeah, it, like... Seeing him weren't even the scary bit. It's that you knew he was there. And you just get immersed. It's, I bet the graphics are terrible. Oh, they are. But yeah, you can't. Terrible like trees. Every oh, bro, person on this podcast must have played Slenderman. And you made file. me do it when I was very young. And I got up to come and give you your fucking laptop back and shout at you. And my legs were jelly. Well, I'm, I've been with Tash for 10 years now when we first got together. So it'd be. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's like one of the, it was like one of the first. Like, like, it's got to be like 10 it years ago. Mad mainstream, didn't it? But no. That game, for those that don't know, Slenderman, he's in folklore, I will explain. He's a really long Slenderman. And he's got a white head and he's got his um, mm-hmm. he's got his um, long body and everything. You go in the woods, you've got to find the pages in the woods and the Slenderman is going to be there. There is a way you make him go away, but I can't remember how. I don't know if Sean Martin look you away. See him, if you look at him or something, but yeah. he just pops up and he follows you. And the sound design, the everything about it just sucks you in, scares oh, the living. It was all over yeah. the internet. It was all over the internet. It was horrible. Absolutely vile. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I can't think of a. I can't think of much scary. I've got two games above this, and they're probably as same level scare wise. They're just better yeah. games. But there's, it's it's up there. hundred percent. It it was on it was on my honorable mention list. So my number two. Two bloody hell, we're flying through these. 
it's, it's not that much. But my number two is Dead by Daylight. Wow. I adore this game and everything about this game. And it is genuinely terrifying when you're as, not like when you're the killer, but when you're a survivor. It is panic inducing, it's jump scary, it's tense, it's stressful, but it's also like smart and you can have to make decisions. And it is like, I have literally witnessed you yourself and jump out your skin. And it's, it's man-made scary. And it's into... worse because it's another person that's bullying you. Yeah, when, and it's also... Killer, or like when I do it to you, so when we play, obviously I play it a lot. So when I play with you lot and we have personal like private lobbies, I, I don't care about winning. I want to make it fun. So like I will purposely throw the game to be scarier. So like when I hurt Tash that once and she was healing and I knew she was around the corner as Ghostface, I just crouched, went right to the side of the thing and just leaned around. Now she ran away because she could see me, but like that little pop, and I just I saw her character model like freak out because I could see in I knew that her hand had freaked out because she jumped. I was like, yeah, I've won that. Yeah, because when yeah. we do our custom games, the killer has to leave the Discord, so you wouldn't yeah. have heard her. No, um, she, I I saw her shit itself because I saw her camera model. No, it's and what's great is that's generic. That's that's unique to us. We yeah, create generic, that yeah. game. It's 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 um it's emergent gameplay. Yeah, it's genuine. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Genu- like that experience will happen to us, similar to happen to everyone else, but it's different, yeah. and, and it's, it's that it's reason. Fun. It's fun. It's so fun, especially to be a killer. It feels so good to be a killer. It's that reason why Hello Stream on Sunday at six o'clock we will be playing this game because people would genuinely yeah. enjoy watching you terrorize us. I suppose. I I like playing Dead by Daylight. I like being the killer. I like being Hellraiser. I, I do like find it. it scary because I mean, it is it's because... it's jumpy, and you you have nothing. You can you can run. Your weapon is running. And what's the, the what's the scary bit about it as well, which I do find quite scary, is you know you're not just playing against an AI that is programmed. What? You've got to outthink a real human yeah. person. It's not that so, often he uses abilities better than me. It's that man has absolutely bamboozled me. He has gone away. I didn't think he has gone around a corner a different way. But he it's, has it's learned. Not just that. It's not just that. It's like so. If I'm playing against the computer and he's just seeing me and I'm running away, I dip yeah. right. I jump. I jump into the uh, into the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I'm safe. I'm safe. However, if I'm playing a human, he might think I've gone in that wardrobe. So he's gonna. And that's the bit that's quite scary. If, and... if Alien Isolation is terrifying because it's AI, like Deborah Dallas, the the pinnacle of it, because it le- you, the the enemy will learn, he will learn your pallet loops, he will learn you tend to drop the pallet or you tend to quick vault, and he will learn that. And there's nothing scarier than when a killer knows every move you're gonna make before you make it, and you're just like, well, now I'm fucked. Or, you know, when you're doing a gen in the forest, you're like, oh, I'm doing well. And you say, dead, down, down, injured. And you're just like, hmm. And the, I know they use a lot of awesome licensed. horror people. Licensed licenses, licenses, yeah. But the ones that they aren't licensed are genuinely horrible. Uh, the clown with a finger fetish is horrible. The twins are horrible. There's a weird... The nurse that sings is horrible because the music is um, horrible. It's not the nurse. It's the, the huntress sings and the nurse like floats. 
Sorry, um, the the one with the bunny the, ears. The, sings. Yeah, the huntress hums, and she just does a little fucking tune. You got the trapper. There's one. I think it might be the newest one. It's like I think it's called like the the depth or something like that. And it's like a horrible like flesh monster, but like he can make the screen go black. But he can also like teleport inside of lockers and like burst out of lockers because like he's like Pudge. And it, are you going to be him on Sunday? I probably might buy him and give him a try. Yeah. I only play and I could be ways. Halloween. I could be Michael Myers, and Michael Myers' whole thing is to stalk and stare at people. So at the start of the game, you're really shit, but as you watch more and stalk more, like Michael Myers does, you get better. So you're not even trying to kill; you're just ominously standing there, staring. And it's like he's yeah. doing nothing. He's standing there menacingly. Like, oh, it's yeah. so good. Dead by Daylight's goated, man. It so is very good. good. And that's why we will be doing it on the Halo stream. So <laughs> tune in. That's a good show. My number two is the one that we already knew was coming because we mentioned it earlier. It's Outlast. And I've got actually, I've cheated a little bit. I've put Outlast one and two. I think they both do the same things. I said to Josh the other day that we're doing this list now. Yeah. And if we were to do this in a year and a half's time, it would be vastly different, mainly because of the. Um, protocol game that josh is on about and the dead space mm-hmm. remake and stuff but also the new outlast outlast trials if anybody hasn't seen the trailer for i that, haven't seen it watch it it looks horrible it looks like they went you know outlast is scary well what we're going to do is make outlast as if it was in a i haven't seen it sure game i didn't play outlast 2 outlast 2 is the one where it's like culty and like um yeah so outlast 2 is horrific Especially yeah. going through all the cornfields, everybody following you. It is honestly horrible. Now, anyone who's listening who doesn't know what Outlast is, um, obviously Josh gets to talk about it in a minute because it's on his list, but he paused. But Outlast is effectively the first one you're in a mental asylum, the second one you're against a court. You're a reporter. The bad guys, the monsters, the baddies, the horrible people, they're chasing you, trying to kill you. You can do literally fuck all about it. You can hide you under hide. a bed, you can hide in a closet. That's it. You're hiding, you're running around, and they just chase Alien you. Isolation. Not in That's the what alien. it is. And it's well, horrible. We should it say really, Alien Isolation is outlasting the Alien. It problem. really, really is horrible. I mean, what is it that you like about it? So, I think I, pref- I didn't play the second one, but I know it didn't get do as well, but I think the first one's biggest strength is its setting. So, yeah. the reporter who gets documents leads him that there's mistreating a, a mental asylum, so you just go there. And then you just get attacked by the patients and then the mental doctor. But it is just a depression spiral of of horror. Like, so you start of it, you'll get chased by this absolute meathead of a dude. He'll chase you and, like, break your neck. So you escape him, trying to still figure out what's, like, going on. And then there'll be this horrific doctor that wants to, like, cut your arms off with scissors and do, like, nasty shit to you. I'm pretty sure it's either that one or the whistleblowers. Someone gets their dick cut off or something like that. It's just... It's just horrific and oppressive. It is like... It's like sore. It's the same feeling you get from sore where it's just bleak. It's just... Okay. Ugh. It is horrible. No, while, I talk, while I talk about it was... Um, whilst I talk about it in a sec, <clears> go <throat> on your the screen and put the Outlast Trials trailer on, you don't need obviously yeah. sound. Just you watch that and you it, tell me that this doesn't look like the scariest game ever. But the problem is with Outlast is, as Josh has said, it's the people who are, they're chasing you 
And the second one, look at you know, like in cornfields and in farms and these like redneck hilly billies. It's cool like, it's it's um it's like courty like um children of the corn kind of deal, but, like the graphics, the way that the light comes through the corn and they're chasing you and you're trying to outsmart them, the sound design, it makes your emotional um it makes oh, yeah, your emotional you make it does, doesn't it? it? Makes your emotional to the game just so the fact that you can't get away and just fight just it makes you it's, so it's like I said yeah. before, off center and it makes you feel like the victim. Because you are not having any way to defend yourself will always be terrifying. But yeah, this is this just looks like just hell. So it's it's the, it's outlast what we saw, isn't it? Yeah, okay. The is third it. one is basically you've been trapped and put into some sort of like saw like games while the looks of things where they're going to just mess oh, with you, you mentally. With here, though. A bit mentally there's like, like mines and stuff, but yeah, this just looks horrific. How, how scary way. and horrific does that look? Shape and for form. Nope. That that seems like a that seems like a if that was in VR, I would rather not have that. A little VR. bit of a live um reaction there. Nope, don't like that. Don't scary, like that. Isn't it? Yeah. So that's my number two, Outlast. Um, okay, very yeah. scary game, and I think you should play it if you haven't. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So that leaves my number one. And I feel like this has come all this way, talk about all these games, and it's, it's so obvious what my number two is. I, can't, I couldn't not, not. I didn't want to. Didn't want to put it here, Daniel. I didn't. But, but it did. found its way here. Dead Space 2 is goat of horror games. Everything about it. It is tense. It is terrifying. It is depressing. It is overwhelming. It has cosmic horror to it. It has body horror to it. It is everything you want in a horror. It has... There's a bit where you go through a nursery and there's horrible necromorph babies that explode and you go through kindergarten and there's loads of kid ones and you have to just decapitate basically toddler monsters. It's just horrific. You get a needle jammed in your eye at one point. I've spoke it's, about it enough, so I don't want to speak about it. I've got it as mine. Don't forget, it was down further on my list. There's no atmosphere like it. No, it's... You feel strong in terms of your weapons feel like they're upgraded, but you never feel strong against the enemies. Only like on a like a new game plus two type job when I've got like the foam finger. Like that's feel, when I'm feel, like, yeah, I'll go in now. You feel like a badass because you look like a badass and then you just get one tapped. You feel like a badass, but it's more knowledge. You know how to deal with certain mm-hmm. enemies because you're cutting off limbs that you know yeah, that you yeah. need to cut off. It's not just going yeah. for the head. But the way they make the map. You're basically running around a spaceship. And that's mm. the bit to be important. And the reason why that's important is you're running down all these dark alleyways and the alleyways in the spaceship are making it claustrophobic. Oh, it's it's horribly, like, crushing. It's like, it's never good. It's never nice. It's never anything. It's just... A constant shit show. There is no happiness to be found in any of the Dead Space. It starts like Dead Space Two starts with your dead girlfriend haunting your waking dreams and doing like possession faces while she's trying to get therapy. That's the yeah. start, and then it's just down. The story goes there. in dark places. The map you have to jam is brilliant. In your own eye. You've said that a few times. 
I don't. You have to play it. It's not a cutscene, so it's like a mini game. So the whole thing is like the Mad Men are screaming about like the beacon that's imprinted um, secrets into the brains of people, and it's like stick a needle in the eye and saying like that nurse you're right. And then you get to the end, and there's a machine you lie down in, and it's got a really thin needle and it's got a light on it, and every time it goes into the the middle part of your eye, the black part of your eye, it goes blue because that's where the needle has to go. So you have to keep inching it down. Obviously, the closer you get to your eye, the more eyes that Clark's freaking the fuck out. So his eye starts moving. And you have to like get it right to the end and then wait for it to go blue and do it at the right time. And if you don't, you just absolutely like jam through his entire skull and kill him. And then you do it right. You have to, he like pierces the black bit and it is the most like I can't. Do, I don't like eyes. I don't like anything doing with eyes. And it's just no, like, ah, really oh, it slowly goes into the black bit to extract the information. It's just horrifying everything about it. In the best possible way. Dead Space yeah, 2. Go It is good. It is Goated. very good. And very, very scary. Goated. Number I'm going to play it. I want to play it again now for Halloween. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, I know. It's on Game Play. Played it for. Completed it. On PC. So that's you. What's your scariest game of all time? You've had some so, big ones as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You're going to be disappointed. Oh. I think you're going to be like, oh, really? That's your scary game. So, this isn't the best game on this list. In fact, if this was a list of quality games, this would be not even in the top 10. It wouldn't even okay. be on the list. Because in terms of game quality and whatnot, there's better games. I don't even necessarily want to play this all the time. But... Okay. I'm trying to think. There's, I, the scare level... He's off the chain. I'm the lost. first few times we played this game, and we're oh, playing it again it... on Sunday. Oh, it's Phasmophobia. First few times we played Phasmophobia, and I'm hoping it happens again on Sunday, because I hope we get to play a new map where we don't know what we're doing and whatnot. There's a Phasmophobia, for those that don't know, and like I said, we're playing it Sunday, so tune in. But what we're playing, what it I is... I almost don't want to say enough about as much about it today, which is annoying, yeah, but yeah. It's annoying, but what effectively is your ghost hunters. You go into the map... You're one of those you shitty TV ghost yeah, hunters, aren't you? That's exactly what you are, but you hunt the ghost. And what they do on the TV show, you do in the game. But this game makes you feel like you're no longer in a game. Do you know what I mean? It's... You feel like you're genuinely hunting a real ghost. It's a weird sense of immersion that I only get with VR that I get with this. Like, I was fully tuned in. But because you go there and they might not be acting up because they're not angry yet, you start in, you get into this weird feeling where you're like, there's no ghosts here. Nothing's going on here. And then a door and then it goes very scary, and a light, very quick. A light will go on. It, it's, its tension arc is incredible. The thing I'll say about it is the reason the I don't play it across the room. Anymore, He's been played it so much when it come out that you, you get into a rhythm and you just be like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, that we could, we could so do that's why we minutes. stopped playing it. I, I haven't played for so it. long now that I'm genuinely looking forward to playing it on Sunday. So we, to let you know how scary it is, there'll be, so you start in your big trailer and then there's cameras and then you all get your equipment and you go into the house and you try and start the process of determining what's, what ghost it is. It's that scary that when we did like the second, third run, people go, like, who's going in? And like four of us will be like, yeah, now I'll be the one that stays so, in the truck. The reason why this is on my list is exactly what you've just said. There's a level where you go into a school and the ghost 
We figured out what ghost it was. Not the bathroom, wasn't it? We figured out what ghost it was, but we weren't too sure. And the deciding factor was the ghost will, if it's one thing, it will talks only start acting up if it talks to you, but it won't talk to you if you're in a room with anyone else. Like so we all had to go out and decide who was going to go into this pitch black school. Knock with a candle, the lights off. With a candle knock the window. lights off. Only a candle because we weren't allowed a candle because he wouldn't come out to go into a pitch thing. Now this fucking motherfucking ghost will whisper in your ear. You have to talk to it through the microphone and whisper in your ear. And I genuinely didn't want to do it. Yeah, no. it, was, it was horrible. And again, though, that do it feeling. Be like, hello. That Are feeling. It took me about twenty minutes to get to the bathroom because yeah. I was so scared to get down there, and I don't think. The actual scary dread, real life horror in your in your um. It stays with you after you turn the game off when you've had a bad session. It's not good. You feel uneasy about going to the kitchen. And sometimes the technical, it's. Oh, it correct me if like I'm shit. wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's quite a small indie team. Yeah, so it's sometimes look like shit. Sometimes the technicality might not. The technical issues might make it not work. But when it's singing. If it was a really it's, big it's, studio, it'd be terrifying. But yeah, it, like, when it's singing, it's hard, honestly scared. I, like, I, I genuinely don't get scared like it. People be in the truck being like, I've just seen it on cameras. It's literally right by you. I've just seen ghost orbs. It's on. It's it's yeah. in the bathroom. And you're like, well, I'm in the bathroom. You're like, yeah, it's going to murder you. And then like you see their <laughs> body rise up. And then it just claps. And you're like, well, that's they're dead. I promise I have not put this just on the list. No, I'm looking just at just a hype up Sunday. I genuinely think if when we was, as soon as we said we're doing a horror stream for Halloween, Hello Stream. When we're doing Hello Stream, that was the first game mm-hmm. I said, and it's mm-hmm. because it's so. If once you're oh, all in the thing, the only thing is, is when we do it on Sunday, we're going to do it at a point where we're not rowing about previous episodes. We can do that while we're playing Dead by Daylight because yeah. we got it lights off, play that game. But when you're playing that game, honestly. I couldn't think of, I couldn't think of any other game that was scarier. No, I get that. I get that. And that was my top ten. I think mine was quite a scary top ten. It was, and it's and it wasn't as good as yours scary. in quality. You know, it's scary because you're playing with other people and you're still scared. Yeah, hundred percent. Because when you play, when you do a lot of things with people, like when you watch scary movies with people, you do like horror houses and stuff like. That. When you do it with a group, obviously, because you have that. Like, pack mentality things are less scarier but this because this would instantly divide you because you'd be like all right someone needs to go to the bathroom to make sure it's not in there someone needs to go in the kitchen and then someone just like starts freaking out because the ghost turned the lights on in the fucking study it's yeah. nah and like lock the door to the basement when you're in there oh now i'm getting get, i genuinely feel uneasy now about playing it as i said to you earlier the difference in watching paranormal activity mm. playing this is there's no just keep watching it'll go away you've got to yeah. fucking you've got to go down those stairs and knowing that that bitch is going to kill you yeah you think she's going to get yeah you got to get a photo of her and you're taking pictures and you have to look at the pictures to see if she's there and she's fucking there oh mate honestly the game is so scary the worst part is where you put in you could put infrared cameras on a wall and all you hear is boop so you know it's gone past it. Oh, it's so scary. So you just, it's oh, you so scary. Oh. You have to do the seance and everything. Oh, it's horrible. I am looking forward to playing I'm it. Really hoping, I'm really you know, hoping when we get on there, it, we forget about it. There's either a new ghost or mm-hmm. just one new map. That's all I want. Um, Sadly, the I, thing is I have a great memory, especially when it comes to games. So I won't have forgot as much as I want to. I just... Uh, there's, uh, there's a house... There's a lodge. 
there's a school and an asylum. The asylum is the one we played the least. Yep. But, it's but I hope big... there's one more. Yeah. We'll see that. But I'm I'm happy with them. They're good horror games. If you played any of our list on over the like this Halloween period, you're in for a you're in for a, a great Halloween. I think so too. I th- I really do. Um, the only so other game maybe, maybe play a few. One, it's maybe going to want to play a few of them. I'm going to have to download yeah. Dead Space. You're going to play Evil Within. The only thing that I um I haven't said on this whole list is there was a game that really does intrigue me called Little Nightmares that I've not played. That um, looks quite I have heard it looks quite creepy. So yeah, I like the second that. one is more horror. I think. Unfortunately, though, CD Keys is only selling at seven ninety nine, I and mean, I only want to pay four ninety nine <laughs> for it. So <laughs> I just, I just in can't get it. One person, um, one person. I know, terrible. But yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. So it's a great list. That that's the ten scary games. It's a slightly shorter episode today. I think. I, th- I think that's fine. Though. I think yeah. I think I think we got through, but we said it wasn't easy. I'll be lo- I'll be. Looking forward to seeing what other people said. I yeah. don't, because I, I, unlike other lists where I know where we'll annoy people or I know big ones we've missed off, I'm looking at both our lists and thinking, I really think of anything that might be like the Fatal Frames or that Japanese on the PS3 one, Siren Blood Curse, stuff like that. Uh, fear. Fear was on my list, but I, I never liked fear. I don't get the fear. Fear, amnesia, fear. and stuff like that. People talked about yeah. it, but yeah, but yes, yeah, so um, that's that's it for this episode. Uh, do we know what next week's episode? So, is? what I'm just going to say then, and I know I mentioned it throughout the thing and at the beginning. So once again, please tune in Sunday, six o'clock today for the ha- Hallow stream. I want to get as many people on that as we can. Like I said, I want to get people on there to watch the stream, enjoy the stream, and also talk about everything. It's also a way that we can thank you guys for listening. Yep. Um, I think I, I'm going to say thank you now. Um, for the 350 streams, we was on 348 before we came on, so I'm I'm pretty confident well, me we'll and get you will listen. <laughs> well, we'll listen, so we'll get to that 350. So 350. again, thank you very much. Um, don't know what order they're coming up in, unfortunately, um, because to be honest, we planned out 10 episodes, and those 10 episodes have flew, oh, and I cannot believe how quick they've gone, and I've had an absolute blast in doing them. Um, but what we do have coming up, we're going to get. Ethan on for an episode. We're going to get Ethan on for a VR episode, whether it's yeah. a tier, tier list of VR games or a top 10 or something no, like that. So you don't we'll... know that, Ethan, but that's coming for you. We've got a few more guests of the show. We've got a few more friends of the show that want to come on. I know I know a lot of people have been like that, and we love having an extra person on. We've got... Good. Yep. Sim's coming Sim. back soon back. for episode three to finally decide. Yep. So that's coming up. I also... Um, also coming up, we've got a couple of reviews. Yes, we are going to try and bring out some reviews. So, a couple of co op reviews. The streams are going to start coming a bit more regularly as long as it all goes well. And once the bracket of multiplayers are done, we're going to do another bracket with another guest. Um, but we haven't quite decided what that topic's going to be yet. Um, I know Josh wants to do a top 10 bosses at some time at some point. Bosses. Game of the year contenders against other game of the year to find out what is the best game of the year. I also would love to talk and go into depth about game of the year snubs because I want a platform to talk about how I'm pissed off about Journey. Stuff like that. Why Journey didn't snub your game. Your game didn't get snubbed. It was still voted. No, you didn't win. Yeah. You should have won. Fine. 
Nothing else should have won that year. I thought that, you meant that like, everything. No, no, that should have won everything. I thought you meant in terms of like no, not being but the ones that won so, worse than Calcutta won. My apologies. So there's something like that. So we're going to do something like that. We're going to do. We have, we have a lot of ideas. We've got another we tier. Josh wants to do a boss one. I have a couple of things mulling around in my head, a bit similar to the A to Z. Mm-hmm. Um, just really random special episodes. So we've got plenty to come up. So, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned. And as I say every week, hit us up on um, yep. Instagram, Facebook, me personally, Josh personally, if you know us personally. If you don't know us personally, please hit us up I'll on the get to Instagram. Know us on Sunday. Instagram, yep. And if you've got any ideas of an episode that you want us to do, submit them. Yeah, look. Submit them to us. We're happy what? to do. I'm happy to do anything. I really am. Um, the only thing I don't like talking about is things that I don't know about, and that's only because I don't want to do anybody a disservice. Yeah. Um, well, all again, once again, is thank, thank you for everyone that's listened to this episode. Thank you for everyone that's listened to all other episodes. We've hit milestones we couldn't have dreamed of so so quickly. So big thank you. We'd hope to see every single one of you that's listened or is listening on Sunday to come and talk to us, even if it's to roast us. It'll be a good, fun time for everyone. And that's that's us for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Thank you very much. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye.